You're listening to Tech 15, a Viva Technology podcast on the digital revolutions shaping our future. This season is sponsored by Manpower Group and looks at how technology plus talent will power the world of work and human resources. Each 15-minute episode is recorded live in person at Viva Tech, Europe's biggest startup and tech event in Paris. Hello there and welcome to a brand new series of Tech 15 brought to you by Manpower Group. I'm Emma Crosby and in this series we're exploring tech talent, how to discover it, how to attract it and how to build it. We're recording right here in Paris at the VivaTech annual event. Caught up in the action as thousands of business and industry professionals join to showcase our tech future. In this episode, we're focusing on one of the leading concerns for boardrooms, businesses and governments around the world, cybersecurity. As cyber attacks increase in frequency, so does the demand for cyber expertise. With the help of our own experts, we're going to look at how organizations can better attract and retain this in-demand talent as competition for their skills and abilities increase. In a minute, I'll be speaking to Zaina Zakur, Vice President, Global CTO, Digital Security at Atos. But first, I'm pleased to bring back Thomas Chimoro Premusic, Chief Innovation Officer of Manpower Group. Welcome, Thomas. How are you doing? Good, how are you? We're having a fascinating conversation earlier. I think there are three million job vacancies in the cybersecurity industry from, say, two years ago. I mean, that's an extraordinary number, isn't it? Yes. I think, you know, it grows in proportion to the volume of data that is produced. It also grows in proportion to the complexity of cybersecurity threats. They might include, you know, new spyware, new attacks, new hackers that develop novel threats and tools to basically break down systems. But fundamentally, there's also the human error component to it. A lot of the mistakes or the issues that arise don't have to do with the technology or the systems themselves, but with human behavior. So understanding psychological issues or human psychology is almost as important, if not more important, to prevent uh, cyber threats. So you're in the talent business, aren't you, in terms of the talent industry and recruitment. So why is cybersecurity such a difficult or challenging area in terms of recruitment? And what, what are you doing about that right now? We simply can't keep up with the demand, right? So I think probably this started seven or eight years ago, a bit being a hot trend. So, you know, lots of people went and enrolled in cybersecurity programs we created. The world has produced a lot of cybersecurity analysts, but it's still not enough. And then the skills that are needed, the expertise that is needed to actually solve these challenges keeps on augmenting almost exponentially, so there's just not enough supply of talent in this area. So a company looking to hire or recruit in this sector, what should they be doing? They need to understand you have to pay real money for real talent. It's not as fast today to get it. Even when you get this talent, you need to really work hard to retain them. Uh, and fundamentally, they should have in place sourcing programs and you know, reskilling and upskilling programs that actually continue to develop the right amount or the necessary level of cybersecurity talent and experts internally. And of course, use external kind of vendors and companies to address this issue. And how do companies mitigate the, the human error risk when it comes to cybersecurity? Through good management practices, good culture, internal communications, you know, putting people through training, helping them understand what's 
the biggest potential threat is not their smartphones or their computers, but them as users of these tools. And there are responsible and more responsible ways to engaging with technology that protect not just your data, but also your company. And ultimately, the main difference we see whether a company is safe or not is in the level of education, training, and internal communication that we see in their cultures. Well, I'm delighted to say we're joined by Zaina Zakour, the global CTO for digital security at the French IT services firm Atos. Zaina, welcome. Hello, Emma. Thank you for having me. When you talk to CEOs and talent leaders in this space here, it's very clear that cybersecurity is way up their list of things that they are most concerned about. Tell me about the, the demand for cybersecurity and its growth rate as a industry, as a sector. Yeah, I mean, you said it, it's really the board's concern today. You've seen every day in the media, you hear about a cyber attack, a data breach, and the consequences of all of that. So this is a big concern for organization, and the problem is that we have a talent shortage. Why is that, do you think? An industry that is very dynamic, that's growing hugely at a, at a very, very high growth rate, you, you can't attract enough people to work in the sector, why? I'm going to be very controversial now because I, I think we were not realistic at the start as a cybersecurity industry. Because when you used to look at job openings for cybersecurity, we are looking for an expert that have five to seven certification in cybersecurity, uh, seven to ten expertise with experience in cybersecurity in specific subdomains in the cybersecurity field. I mean, really, we're looking for this magical uh, unicorn, and it's not realistic because we don't not have a lot of people that are expert in cybersecurity as a starting point. So we need to think differently. We don't need to focus on, I want to recruit people who have a cybersecurity degrees because not a lot of universities today offers this type of curriculums. And at the same time, I should open my job openings to people that are interested in the field. You know, this is what I call recruiting people on, a, they have a growth mindset, people that are passionate about learning. And I think we got it wrong for a certain period of time. And then we see changes now today because we don't have a choice. I want 2.7 million unfilled job openings, so we need to be creative now. But yeah, I think we created this issue. I think also from, I would say, the educational programs, we don't have a lot of universities that are focused on uh, training the next generation of cybersecurity experts. And this is why organizations are not doing it themselves. And at the same time, sometimes we do not present properly what is cybersecurity. You know, I have been in the cybersecurity field for 21 years now. I have multiple careers in cybersecurity. And this is what's passionate about this, that you can do so many different things. And again, we don't explain it very clearly what is cybersecurity, what does it mean to be a cybersecurity expert, and what are the different opportunities and career paths that you can have. And what's also really interesting is it's not a diverse, well, it's not as diverse as I'm sure you would like it to be. I mean, you have been described as one of the 100 fascinating females fighting cybercrime. I mean, yourself, Zainer, are an incredible role model. But there just aren't enough women in, in this sector either, are there? Yeah, unfortunately. And again, again, because we just don't explain what the cybersecurity, we don't demonstrate that in cybersecurity you can have different roles and different expertise. And we're working on it now. I think we're doing baby steps, sure, baby steps, but we, as an industry, we are focusing on bringing more diversity because in the end, if you want to 
innovate. If you want a creative team, you need diversity, whether it's gender diversity, cultural diversity, neural diversity. You know, we really need people with different mindsets and uh, we need all of this type of diversity. And I think organizations are realizing this now. I know in Atos, we have a clear focus on diversity and actually we've won a lot of awards on inclusion and diversity because it has been one of our key priorities in cybersecurity and beyond. And what are you doing in Atos in terms of recruiting a more diverse workforce? So I, I would say, you know, we have signed, for instance, the Parity Pledge. This was something that's very important uh, for us is that uh, when I have a job opening in my team, I want to make sure that the recruiters will send me equal CVs, male and females. Afterwards, I'm going to recruit on talent, on potential, as we said, but I want to make sure that I don't get 10 CVs of men and one CV of a woman. So it means that recruiters have to do a better job of hunting and finding those experts because again, we, I mean, we are 2080, so we don't have the same uh, number of, um, of women in the field, of all women interested in joining the field. But yeah, we started already at the start because I think it's very important to be able to make sure that when when I have to fill a job in my team, I would receive uh, different CVs, both uh, genders. Then I think one other thing that we're doing is that we are opening the recruitments not only to IT professionals. So uh, we have actually excellent success stories, people that were in the tourism field, in the travel field, um, so many different fields at the starting point, but they are interested in cybersecurity. And, and within that mix, where do power skills, so-called soft skills come in and how crucial are they in, in cybersecurity? Uh, it's very important indeed. And again, it goes back with the recruiting on talent and the growth mindset, because when I'm talking about growth mindset, I mean, you can be as perfect in terms of technical skills, but uh, you know, I'm talking very easy. When I talk about threat intelligence and security analysts, they need to anticipate threats. So they need to understand and profile the threat actors or cyber criminal. You need to understand, we actually profile them per group, you know, we know this is the techniques that they use, this is how they work, those are the tools that they use. So this type of things requires soft skills, you know, you require to be able to understand a bit the mindset of uh, your adversary and be able to, to prepare and to be able to, so this is very important. Another important thing is today we said that cybersecurity is um, a board issue. I mean, it's uh, the top of the agenda of the board. If I'm gonna go explain cybersecurity to the board with all my technical acronyms, I'm going to lose them. So I need to have good communication skills in order to be able to explain to them based on the risk, what is the cyber risk, what the impact on your organization, what is the return over investment that we have done. And all of those are not technical skills at all. So, you know, we, we need to have this balance uh, in terms of uh, skills. And it will always be something that has to be invested in. It will always be high up on, it, on a priority for a CEO. Then as we come to a close, I just wanted to wrap up by asking, do you think, given that the, the world is changing at a very rapid pace when it comes to digitalization. Do you think that the recruitment issue will be resolved or will it always be behind the wave as, as your industry moves faster and faster pace? I mean, we can solve it if we all join hands. It's not the problem of just, you know, the organization. It's, it's a problem for everyone. We need to make sure that the educational systems is aligned with us. I mean, when you look at today, so many people uh, don't know what to do, you know, in terms of career, don't know where should I go. We know that cybersecurity is a field where we will continue to need talent. So why don't we encourage this young graduate to join a cybersecurity program? Why don't we encourage universities to 
create specific cybersecurity curriculum. So it's only the organization are going to do like we are doing, you know, the cyber academy, the security dive program, which is great. And then it means we are solving the problem ourselves. But if you all join hand with the educational system, the governments as well, and everyone says, okay, we need talent. And uh, it's a win-win for everyone, you know. And do you need a degree? Do you have to be a graduate to work definitely in cybersecurity? Definitely not. No, definitely not. So uh, again, you can go the traditional way, but also what's important is don't be afraid to say, I want to do a, a career change. I have a degree in IT or not in IT, but I'm interested in joining cybersecurity. Reach out to the organization that you know the leaders in cybersecurity, like us, huh? like Atos. Reach out. Don't hesitate to say, I'm interested. You need to be vocal if you are interested in this field. And don't say, I only can join the cybersecurity field if I have 10 cybersecurity certification, a university degree, and how many years of experience. Definitely not. This is not how we are doing cybersecurity. And this is not how we're going to win, you know, in terms of uh, addressing the talent uh, shortage. Thomas, you're back with me. And on the issue of cybersecurity, because it's such a big area, what three big actions would you like people or companies to be thinking about? The first one would be to understand that even though this is one area of tech, it's growing a lot in complexity. And today it isn't just about the software skills or competencies or expertise, but it's really a much more holistic field of tech and IT that requires understanding everything from legal implications, ethical implications, psychological implications, and it keeps on moving and expanding and evolving, right? So it's not just a problem that you can't find the people you need today, but the people that we need tomorrow are going to have deeper and wider skills and knowledge for us to actually feel good about this area. A second one I think is that even though there is a lot of focus on the tech side of cyber, actually the human element and humans error in particular are the hardest to manage and are the ones that actually contribute the biggest proportion of risk and make organizations more vulnerable. So understanding that this is as much of a management and HR, a cultural issue as it is a technology and a skills issue is really, really important. And I guess the third is really leadership, depending on the commitment and depending on the integrity, the ethics, and the approach that leaders take, not just to mitigate and manage risks, but also to come clean and to accept that things might not be perfect and that when mistakes happen, you know, they are accountable and they're responsible for it. Because ultimately, trust is not lost when mistakes happen, but based on how you react to those mistakes and how you communicate to your clients and to the market. Well, that is all I'm afraid for this episode of Tech 15, brought to you by Manpower Group. Thank you so much for listening. Do check out our other episodes to find out how technology and talent will power the world of work and human resources.